There you go. Was it? To sync it up, sync all the cameras up. So you just clap? I clap, and then when I put them all together, I just look for the clap. And then, so I know that's where all the videos start at the same time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Hi. You know who this is? This is a super special guest. This is my friend, Travis. Nice to meet you. How's it going, brother? Doing uh, good. Travis and I have been um, friends since uh, since literally the first day since we moved to Texas. It right? was. Uh, I believe we met each other our, across our fence, wasn't it? I think it was. I think it was. And then we came out to your backyard. Yeah. Remember that? We were chatting and having a beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was literally like our introduction to Texas was meeting Travis and Aaron. And uh, since then, we've become really good friends. And we were just talking before we started the podcast, as the car slows down and it tries to figure something out, um, <laughs> that the cool thing about our relationship is we both come from very different backgrounds, but we just get along so great, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's a really cool, beautiful thing. And so for today's video, I mean, everyone who, f who follows me on my YouTube, you know that, you know, I have a Tesla, I have a self-driving car. And so one of the things I wanted to to do today is bring Travis along for a drive. So we're going up uh, to one of their properties to put down some feed, right? For the stuff out there? Yes, sir, for uh, wildlife, uh, mainly deer for deer season. So yeah. apologize if anybody doesn't like hunting. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, I'm but, sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a nice little drive. And um, I think, you know, this part, I don't think you've seen any of uh, been out here so yeah you know something different yeah i'm excited i'm really excited so we're going to go out there and then the idea is we're going to let the car drive itself on the way to the property and if you're new to the channel you'll see that there is uh little warnings that the screen will give that uh it says like a blue light and then the blue light just basically means that the car is asking me to pay attention to make sure that i'm paying attention to the road and that when you see me doing a little mag or like a little uh tug on the wheel that's me just letting the car know that I'm alive. So, uh, and the goal here is to just let the car do its thing up to the property. And uh, if, if the car makes it there on its own, great. And if it doesn't, we'll intervene and uh, we'll figure out uh, how to make get it there. So, uh, yeah. So give the audience a little bit of an introduction, what you've done for a living, uh, sort of like, uh, you know, what your exposure is to Tesla and stuff like that, just uh, so that people know when they're watching. Well, as uh, Mr. Farzad has explained, we have two different upbringings, two different backgrounds of growing up. Uh, my background is, um, well, I grew up in a small town, now it's big, uh, farming, ranching. Um, I went to college for a little bit, and uh, most of my adult life, I was in the oil field. Uh, worked all over the U.S. for about mm, 10 plus years. And um, so my idea on electric uh, cars like this Tesla we're driving in, um, it's it's definitely new to me, um, be honest with you. Prior to meeting our neighbors, uh, I really didn't care for it because um, I, I think the message behind it is great but at the end at the end of the day i mean you, you can't do nothing without some type of petroleum um and most of this car is made up of it one way or another um so like the plastics and stuff and the yes, rubber right yeah all that so uh, i think it's a great idea um 
I just think we still got long ways to go, and we'll we'll see over the years. Yeah. And so you you've been in this car more than a few times, right? I think oh, we've yeah. taken drives, maybe a few times, maybe like two or three times. Uh, probably four or five. Yeah. Four or five. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, I think we did the self-driving thing. Um, what was it? Like a while ago, right? Uh, in Georgia we somewhere. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Late night. That was like uh, that was a like six, eight months ago, maybe close to a year now, something like no, that. No, that was probably Wasn't a year and a half. It's that long. Yeah. Okay. So you haven't experienced the self-driving for the last year and a half? No. Basically? Not at all. So what I'm really curious to get your reaction on... Well, first, is this road 25? Do you know if it's 25? I think or... it's 50. 50? But at least that's what I do. All right. Well, we're going to go We're gonna go 40. <laughs> we're going to go 40 here. So I think if the if the car doesn't see any uh, speed limits and it's like a one lane, it will just default to what it thinks it's safest. And in this case, I think it's 25. But I can see, see what I did there. I overrid. Mm-hmm. So the car will listen to my um, to my orders. There you know, you go. It's like I'm like Command. its master. Exactly. Do what I say. And so um, I have control over the car in, in that respect. And so what I'm really curious to get your reaction on is, do you, do you remember how the car behaved, you know, a year and a half ago when we were uh, driving it around? Do you remember anything as far as how the car behaved? Not really, just because okay. it was, you know, it was a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but I thought it was really, really cool that, uh, you know, um, I want to say after we got done eating, uh, the car was on the other side of the street and you pulled out your cell phone and you moved it over yeah. <laughs> across the street, you know, so we can get in. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, they call that the summon the summon feature it still needs a lot of work though it's one of those things that uh the, the team is working on and i don't know if you if you notice with so with this latest version what i what i really have enjoyed with the latest versions and uh we'll see if you get the same experience is that it seems a lot more aware of its surroundings so like you know if there's a car coming down uh and then like the the lane is a, or the road is a little tight it will you know move over and it handles curves, it seems a lot more smoothly. So hopefully by the end of the drive, the goal should be that I don't touch the wheel or the pedals at all, and the car just takes us to your uh, to your property without doing anything. How, how do you think the car's doing so far? I think it's pretty good, okay. to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's get into some, uh, some questions so that people can kind of uh, maybe get an idea of uh, where you're at and make for some good conversation. So what's your overall feel about where, uh, where do you think electric cars are going in the next, like say five to 10 years? Like how, how do you think that transition or do you think there's going to be a transition? How do you think about that? Well, I mean, there already is a transition, right? Um, I mean, you see them all over the place. Uh, all the other big, Benefactures, Chevy, Ford, Toyota, all you know, uh, they all have something out, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the, you know, let's say for the Ford Lightning truck. Yeah. Um, body wise, it looks good, um, but I think it's a joke. Okay. Uh, just because, I mean, um, I I think they're pretty good distance behind. Tesla, I mean, as range, um, you know, uh, if you if you have a trailer hooked up to it on its max weight, I think I think it's ten thousand pounds. I think 
give or take for the four lightning. I think like, so. It's not much around there. Yeah, um, it's not like an F two fifty or nothing like no, that. No, yeah, no, yeah. sir. Um, uh, I think it barely gets a hundred miles on a full on a full load charge. Yeah, yeah, and. I mean, if it's pulling a full load, it right. gets like a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And then if not, I, I think it's I think it's three, three fifty max, maybe. I think it's two fifty to three hundred. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. yeah, something like that. I could be wrong, but it's around three hundred miles. Um, yeah, yeah. But for somebody like me, uh, I'd be, I'd be fucked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to mount a. A uh, diesel gas powered generator and hook it up to the truck while I'm driving, so I keep going somewhere. I right, mean, it's, it's pointless to me. Um, and then just the cost of it, it's it's just a joke. Um, but me personally, since I've been friends with you uh, over the last few years, uh, I mean, I've I'm, I'm, I won't say I'll go buy one, but I'm. I'm starting to like the idea. Um, what do you What do you like about it? Well, I don't know. Maybe because it might cost me four bucks to fill up. You know, charge it overnight. You know, that's gotcha. Compared to my, you know, seventy, eighty dollars. You know, for full tank of diesel with with my F two fifty. But. Uh, I think I think it's slowly growing on people um, but I think it has for me I would have to have more use uh, out of it um, I mean I matter of fact yesterday with my F-250 uh, I pulled almost 20,000 pounds in my truck and they're and they're not a electric vehicle that can do that right at all right and I still got 250 plus miles on a full, full tank. So, mm. um, you know, do I think they're moving in that right direction? Yeah, but in order for me to spend $80,000 on the vehicle, it needs to perform. Yeah. Um, and I, as for mileage, you know, and torque and all that, yeah, you have it as soon as you, you know, stomp down you have all the power at the you know all four wheels moving unlike mine i, I had to wait for my turbo to spool up right right for it to make power um but this there's not a vehicle that can out tow mine right um i think in 10 years that might be a totally different situation and um storyline but as for now uh i just i don't see one able to do it yeah so do you think do you think that uh there will be a electric car at some point that's going to be able to like fit your need because so like you said you have an f-250 you're you're often hauling something right for work or for personal or whatever so you're actually using the truck for what it's intended to be used for which is to like haul and pull and do a bunch of work do, do you think that will happen at some point or do you think that's just a like only a diesel truck will be able to do that. How do you think about that? Well, I'm obviously I'm not a genius, nor am I a engineer. Don't uh, sell yourself. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short now. No, well, <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, I, I could teach you something just like you teach me something. <laughs> Almost every time we yeah, we have a talk, yeah, for sure. You know, um, but um, 
I just, I think this has to do with the amount of you know energy stored in in y'all's batteries mm-hmm. that could really make or break y'all, right? Right. Um, and plus two, you know, um, another reason why I'm kind of on the defense. For instance, if we go on a long trip, say from here to Louisiana, mm-hmm. I don't want to st- have to stop and fight for a charging station. Mm-hmm. And how long did it take to get a full charge? So the full charge takes about with this car about forty-five minutes to an hour, depending. But the the thing about the electric vehicle is, so what I found for my road trips. So when you know we take this car off in between Texas and PA, so we're doing another road trip in about a month here. Right. So what I found is when we're gonna stop anyway for like you know use the bathroom, let the dogs out or whatever, it's about two to two and a half hours to three hours, and the car will do that no problem. And then what ends up happening is when we you know we get out of the car, we use the restroom, we walk the dogs, we grab a quick drink. It's about 20, 25 minutes for us, and then. A hundred percent of the time, basically. So every time we do that, the car is ready for us to go to the next stop, which is about two and a half hours to three hours away. So every every two and a half hours to three hours, we do about a say you know twenty to twenty five minute stop, uh, which just happens to sync up perfectly with how we drive the car because we have dogs in the car. Right. Yeah. So it's it and it, but that's not a zero to sixty ch- charge. That's like a that's like a ten percent to you know 80 percent charge it's just with batteries the closer you get to full the the slower it goes because you can only um push so much energy into the battery uh when it's full it's kind of like a like a imagine having a glass like a like a like a glass right like and you're trying to pour water the closer you get to the top you got to slow down otherwise it overflows that's how batteries charge that that makes any sense yeah no it does yeah um and so the idea is, if you have like, say, you know, the, like the Cybertruck, which I, th- which I know you know, which I know you think is the ugliest thing of all time. And <laughs> you know, that's one of those only a mom and dad can love. You know, it's it's ugly. It's it's well, you know, that, that's not call it ugly. It's yeah. unique looking. It, it is very unique. And I and and just so everybody knows, I think when I get mine. Uh, would you be willing to like get your reaction and stuff of the truck and everything for the channel? Would you be cool with that too? Oh, for yeah. Sure. I think yeah. that'd be so fun. I think that'd be so fun. But for that one, for example, I, the rumor is that it's going to have a 500 mile battery, right? So 10% to 80% for that, it's probably going to be like a 400 mile charge, and you'll get like 400 miles in probably 25 minutes. Let's see, that ain't bad, right? That's not. Would you be like? Is that something you could live with? You know? Yeah. No. Uh. Well. And be honest, right? Like, it, no is a is a correct answer too. If it doesn't fit your lifestyle, right? Well, I mean, over time, everybody changes, right? So maybe in five, ten years, I might be into that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't think I'll ever not have a, a gas or diesel powered motor, uh-huh. um, just because, like, my diesel, I I stomp on the gas pedal and I. I got mine tuned to where it blows out black smoke and, you know. <laughs> You're that guy. It, I'm, I'm yeah. that guy, you know. Um, and, and I feel good about it. I don't feel like I'm hurting the environment at all, you know. Sure. Um, but um, I think with how, you know, how the world's changing, everybody has getting different ideas and opinions about how life should be. I can't tell you 
no. Right. Um, uh, there is a body style. Uh, name a couple electric vehicles that aren't like Ford, Chevy, or anything uh, that, that are out. Uh, there's Kia, Hyundai, Volkswagen. There's one that starts with the R. Uh, oh, Rivian? Yes. The pickup truck. Yes. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. That, that SUV I've seen in Austin. Yeah. And a few of them look, I mean, bad ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look good. Um, and I've noticed that they have, a, I guess, a hydraulic or air suspension that raises it up and down. Yeah. Which is a great feature for me, you know, because in town you can have it stock, I guess, and then, like, go to property. Right. Raise it up, you know, for the different type of uh terrain so but that body style is probably the nicest looking one that i've seen okay um so i mean i i probably would go probably more towards that uh-huh um but you've been telling me about this cyber truck and um i i've seen some reviews on on facebook some good and bad so for, for the cyber truck yes okay um, so I'm definitely, I mean, once you get yours, I think that'd be great. Hell yeah. You know, um, cause I, I can, I know you let me test drive it. Of course. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then Hell yeah. sit in the passenger seat all that. So I can give my own opinion without, you yeah. know, spending a dime on it. I think, I think that, that for me would be great because it, it helps me understand too what people are looking for. So here we got an unprotected left. Let's see how it does this. So slowing down, it needs to stop. So it's going to stop here. See? <laughs> that whole, that one was How did that make you feel? <laughs> hey, I was about to say, you got insurance, we good. You, you clench your butt cheeks there for a second? No, I'm right, about to get paid. It this. So it's entering the, so there you go. So that's the car. There you go. So how do you think it did there, that unprotected left? <laughs> It's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like it's like putting on a condom and you have a couple holes in it. And you're playing Russian roulette, we don't know what's going to happen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, One of the things about so so what's interesting about that behavior, right, is that it felt very inhuman, right? Like no person would do that. No. Right. right. Well, I've, well, I've, yeah, yeah. around these parts, you never I know. Mean, you know, I've I've, I've noticed a few. Uh, people i'm not gonna yeah, say yeah, yeah. more than that I yeah want, i don't want to get you in trouble no you're good you're good no but um yeah i uh so it's stuff like that sometimes like what i found what like because now i'm at the point where i don't really drive the car anymore the car just drives me and i've noticed like instances like that i've gotten so used to the car behaving a certain way that i know it's going to complete it safely but I, I would never approach an intersection like that. Like I would stop at the line, I would wait to make sure that I'm going to complete the turn and then I would go. This car is like, well, this looks safe, so I'm gonna do this. Now this looks unsafe, so I'm gonna wait, right? So and like, if the way it approaches the intersection is different, but the thought process is as they get more data. So like, for example, that right there, if I would have intervened, it would have sent like a snapshot to Tesla that said, hey, something happened here. We need to do something about it, you know? So, and that's how they're trying to collect data over time is they're trying to find these situations where the car's behaving weird so that they can fix it for uh, future versions, basically. Well, and that's a good idea, I guess, to a certain aspect, but yeah. um, the problem is, is you have a machine driving and then you have like that woman who was turning, who was looking at us like, 
Right, what the hell are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that could intervene as another a different person reacting different and then causing a wreck. Sure. Because they're too focused on what this vehicle is doing mm-hmm. and not focusing on driving or making that turn. Um, so, um, I mean, I guess all depends on how you look at it. Yeah. For Tesla, what you're saying, that's really good data. Right. 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 But if that causes a wreck because somebody's not paying attention to their driving because they're paying attention to the car yeah. reacting, yeah, um, isn't a good thing. Right. Do you think? Do you think self-driving cars will happen? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because uh, I don't know about in other countries, but in America, people are lazy. Hundred mm. percent. Um, I think it'd be good for um companies like um um uber right sure. they could buy a whole bunch of these cars get them programmed and then have a program to go pick up people who you know send in a request to be picked up and brought to the airport or whatever so that would be a huge investment because then you don't you don't have to pay somebody to drive right right so long term you'd be you'd be making money right so yeah, no, uh, I think I think 100, especially in America and like real big fancy cities, um, they will be. But I think here in America, people are just fucking lazy. Yeah. Do Do you think um, Do you think people not in cities would also adopt, uh, like say like suburban and urban areas? Do you think self driving? As we got a little bit of debris on the road, let's see. Sort of avoided it. Um, do you think like suburban and urban areas would be willing to adopt self-driving as well? Or do you think it's just like a city thing? How do you think about that? Um, so going out to where our property is, a hundred percent, they they won't adapt to it um, because where we're going, it's a small town by their country, country folk, um, farmers, ranchers, um, and most of them probably don't have the money to buy something like this to begin with, which not being ugly doesn't just no, yeah, sure. be real. Um, and two, they're probably uh, scared, intimidated by something that they don't have any knowledge about. Mm. So I don't ever see it being like that. And then this looks like a wreck up here. What about left here? Or so- a tire blown out or something. So what I did there, I I forced the car to go in the left lane by hitting the left blinker there. Just so that's like an LME, like me just being extra cautious. I said, "Car, go to the left lane," just to be sure. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, they made to interrupt. No, no, you're good. Uh, but no, I, I mean, I think it just depends on people's priorities. Um, I would never buy one just to just so he can drive me to work. That wouldn't mm-hmm. make, wouldn't make no sense to me. Um, why? Why not? Well, because I like to be in control. You like control. Um, maybe I'm somewhat intimidated by by myself because, as you know, I, I'm no IT guy. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So normally, people who don't have any experience or knowledge about it, they kind of tend to back off from it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense. And well, somebody like you, I mean, this is your life. Sure. You're, you know, you're. This is what you do every day. I'm very comfortable with it. Yeah. 
what what would change your like is there anything that would change your mind so like if you put yourself in, in a situation where you're like this would make me want to own a self-driving car or this would make me want to use a self-driving car like what would have to be the thing that needs to happen or is there like absolutely it's like zero deal because i don't have control Sounds fucked up if I didn't have deal. Uh, if I didn't have no fucking arms and legs, yeah. that would make really good fucking sense. <laughs> I know that's wrong, but let's you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate the I appreciate the viewpoint for sure. Well, yeah. a good thing you can edit this too. So no, that's staying in. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but no, you're saying so. But but control is very important for you, is what you're saying. For me, yeah. Trust, like you, it's like. If it's like um, it's a trust thing. Like you, you as good as it might be, you still feel like you can't get over that hump because you're not in control. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, for instance, me and my wife, you know, the family. I'm always the one driving. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I like to be in control. I like to. I feel like I'm a better driver. Uh, my record since I was 16 probably says different, <laughs> but um, that's just me. Yeah. Um, and like I said, as simple as um, if it was man-made, you always have the potential of something to be fucked up. Even if it's good over time, anything a man's uh, bills will always break mm. at some point. Mm. And if it was me, I wouldn't necessarily care. But if I had my wife and the babies in the back, um, I don't think I want to leave it up to the machine, right? The artificial intelligence. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, um, there's good and bad things about it as well, right? Right. Uh, so, right now, I think this is great, especially, you know. Leaving a bar and have one too many, they just put on your address and take off. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's there's still been uh, wrecks happen with self driving. That's one of the deals about getting data and, and making it better. Right. But uh, still, you know. So I, I really appreciate that viewpoint because I, I like I get that. I get it. You know, I because if 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 you're if you're somebody that wants to make sure that they're responsible f- like for themselves and their family and you you want to do what you think is best for their like your safety and their safety and you feel that hey like if if something's gonna happen, I'd rather it be me messing up that something outside of my control right because that's kind of kind of what is that where you're getting at kind yeah. of is that a good way of putting it yeah yes, sir. like i totally appreciate that you know i think i think one of the big challenges for self-driving to be like adopted everywhere is that and my wife and i talk about this all the time because we do these videos often is the trust like like people have to feel safe safe and they have to feel that the car is going to do better than them a hundred percent of the time right like that's that's the only way to even get people to maybe entertain the idea to adopt a technology like this right yeah yeah for sure but then again um, a lot of people probably more on my side of um that's just one less thing that 
somebody can take away from you. It's your own right to make your own choices. Right. As silly as that is. I don't think it's silly. You know, um, so... Why do you think that's silly? Well, I mean... I mean, you can bring it... We can bring it to that all the way back to politics and new laws being made. You can't do this, can't say that. Yeah. So that's your own rights being taken away, right? <laughs> so a, a lot of people might interpret the same thing as a smart car that can self-driving. Like, uh, You're taking my right to drive away. It's yeah. basically like how it could end up. Which come, might come back to being uh, intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you could slice it 15 different ways. You know, everybody has their own opinion about it. Yeah. But that's something to maybe keep in mind as, yeah, you know, because everybody thinks different, right? So. Right. So I'll, I'll give you my viewpoint on that because it's very interesting you bring that up. So uh, so I'll use the United States as, a, as an example. There is uh, something a little over 30,000 deaths every year from car accidents in the United States. Drunk driving, distracted driving, you know, people on their fucking cell phones, right? Just just name it. There, there's just a real shitty driver. Just real shitty driver, right? <laughs> but like over 30,000 people die per year just in the United States. And so one of the... One of the ideas behind this technology is that over time, uh, you know, Elon Musk talks about this often, is that the, you know, you have a human has two eyes and like a head that moves and a brain. Right. And that's all you really need to drive, right? This this car has eight cameras, right? And a and a computer that with time is gonna be a hundred times better than your brain to process driving. And so the thought process becomes at some point, if say every car on the road was self-driving, we could be at zero deaths or maybe ten deaths. You know how how does that sound to you? Like what what goes through your mind when I say that? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it sounds good, right? Uh, but didn't Mr. Elon also say that AI is a dangerous thing to have? He does. So what do you think about that? Um, It's conflicting? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and I mean, obviously, the man's a very smart, intelligent person, and if he doesn't know something, he has the money to pay for somebody who can figure it out. Sure. That's why he owns his business and pays everybody like like you. Right. When you work for him, right? Right. Um, so, he's, you know, regardless of the situation, uh, I think it's silly to promote self-driving and vehicles and you know robots and hell they got damn robots that'll mow your yard now yeah like <laughs> you know it makes you lazy right <laughs> so so he promotes that and yeah. i get it but from the other aspect you know he goes live on tv and says ai is a very dangerous thing and you shouldn't fuck with it mm-hmm. so what's his point that he's trying to make doesn't yeah. make any sense to me because in this kind of in the same boat as AI you're having a machine do all the work for you so you don't have to think yeah there's there's definitely a, a I think there's a, a, a correlation there like there's a connection there in some way I, the I think where he's coming from for the safety stuff 
And then Elon, if you're watching this, drop a comment below and let us know if we're right. I didn't mean, I didn't, I didn't mean to be bad. I'm sorry. But, but that's what he said. So yeah, I think I think where he's coming from is more like um, as you you know like the whole ChatGPT thing. Remember that ChatGPT thing I showed you at my oh, house? Yeah, 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 that like thing. I wish I had that in high school. I could have been. Dude, none of us would have been in I've school. I've been straight A's. Yeah, exactly. All of us would have been right. Besides a straight C minus. Yeah. <laughs> So the thought process is as all technologies get more advanced, it could be in a situation where kind of like what you're saying, we're trusting the AI too much. And then the AI could do things that are, end up being more harmful to society than positive. And so one of the examples that he uses is, uh, and this is like a loose example, it's not perfect. And he may have said a little bit different, but like in the situation of uh, like a chat GPT type deal where you have an AI that you can ask it any question and it will give you an answer. It will tell you how to approach something. If that has a bias of like say a certain political party or a certain uh, worldview, right? Like, oh, this is how you should like handle humans or whatever. It could actually end up causing a lot more harm than good, you know? Like the whole, like, you know, like the whole woke mind virus that people talk about, you know, uh, there was a, a lot of controversy at the beginning and it started to die down with like ChatGPT. Where, I don't think yeah. that, that section would ever die down. It's, you know, uh, but go like, as far as far as what, what would never die down? Uh, I mean, uh, just awoke um, to a certain aspect, you know, it's kind of like, uh, well, it, it could be kind of like, um, racism like only how to I feel like you can really kill it is not to talk about it but right that'll never die gotcha so with that aspect you know um, what you're talking about the woke you know everybody just you're saying there's gonna be like always a human bias in this yes stuff, is yes. what you're saying okay got it uh, yeah I wish it wasn't but and so I think that's what I think that's what he's saying is that I think that's his his warning is that maybe he feels responsible in voicing that warning because he is so like he's so he has he's so involved in the development of ai you know he's like one of the leading figures in developing ai in the world and maybe he feels a responsibility to vocalize like hey yeah i'm working on this but i know that it's not like we have to be very careful in how we do it you know and i think that's that's where he's coming from is that you know, typically, like, like say a Facebook or a Google, you know, and I'm not gonna say if they're good companies or bad companies, but uh, you never hear about the warnings or the bad things associated with their product. They're always very calculated. It's like, hey, Google is amazing. You know, Facebook is amazing. There's nothing. You know, there, there's, they're not very vocal about what what could go wrong. Whereas, I think what's different about an Elon Musk figure is that he is vocal about it appears about the different variables and the different things that are involved in a technology like a self-driving. And so I think that's why he comes out and, and says what he says, because he's working on it and he's seeing that it could be dangerous. And he's instead of like saying, OK, let's stop and not work on it anymore, <laughs> you know, or like, let's give it up forever because it could end up bad. I think the way he's approaching it is like, well, we can figure it out. But we really need to be sober about 
the potential bad things that could come down the pike. And if we're not talking about it, we can't prevent it from happening. I think that well, that's his viewpoint. I, but I, I don't want to speak it, for him. But yeah. no, no. Uh, but how you just explain it into a different terms yeah. makes sense. Um, but as everything that's been um, developed, produced, there's always going to be somebody behind the scenes that will make it better, but for a for harm. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, let's just say some military person gets a hold of it, you know, sure. change it up and go do bad things with it, you yeah. know, or somebody with a lot of money that has bad intentions, right? So you can, I mean, you could always buy something and have pay somebody to change it to what the platform that you want it, right? And it'll be used for bad, right? I mean, we see corruption every day, right? right. And, like, humans are so easily corruptible, right? Oh, yeah. Across anything, across any technology or issue. And it's, well, it's so easy to reach millions of people in an instant. Right. Um, so. I see. Okay. So then, so then, so let me ask you this, like, so, so we've been in a car that's been driving itself for the last, I don't know, 40 minutes or something. So, like, do you think, like, do you think this development should continue? Like, how, how do you view, like, if it was up to you, if, like, you were in charge of Tesla, like, would you continue this project? Yeah. No, I would. Okay. Um, but I would, I would uh, branch off and make it more of a style that I, I would enjoy. Um, what, what do you mean by that? Well, more off-road. Okay. Um be able to haul something twenty thousand pounds like my like my truck does. Yeah. Um and range. Not mm-hmm. just driving without hauling a trailer, but have range while hauling a trailer. I see. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. um because that'd be my my biggest deal is just range. Um and like your Cybertruck, you said the max I think it's fourteen thousand pounds. Uh yeah, uh oh, load. Load, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I just did twenty thousand right yesterday, and that was with a bumper pull. If I had a gooseneck, I could easily probably do another five to ten thousand mm-hmm, pounds. Mm-hmm. That would be maxed out, probably. You know, the the uh, uh, state trooper probably wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be very happy. With wouldn't it. be happy about <laughs> it, but I you could do it. Yeah, you know. So, um, that's my kind of. Uh, format of what I would want to, yeah, look towards too. You know, right now most electric vehicles is only for one type of people, and there's city folk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can really deny that, right? Do I? Do I? You know? Am I categorized as city folk? Do you view me as a city person? You. Are, you know what's hilarious? I've never lived in a city. Yeah. <laughs> that may that may be true, but, but do you, I carry myself? Yeah, you know, which is fine. I mean, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. that's a good thing about me and you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, it, there's no, you know, downgrading. Right, right. No, no. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's. I mean, I recognize it. I mean, you you and I come from such different backgrounds. We we approach life very differently. You we know? do, but yeah. we still have the same. Well, I would say majority is the same ideas. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. Isn't, and, and, you know, 
and we've talked about about this before. Like one of my hopes with this conversation, you know, is like, are you, is it going to give him room? Okay, it's being a jackass. Well, it happens. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, way bad. It was. It was. It was the car's fault, not mine. So, like, that's a perfect example, right? Like the car, the car should have stopped for. Well, I mean, it it depend it depends on. Yeah, I mean. Like here, everybody would have stopped for the car, right? So sometimes what I've noticed is this SD card here on, on this camera, it will just like freeze up on me, but I, it's, it's fine. I just reset it. Okay. So it's going around this car, getting into a little bit quicker lane. Um, yeah. So like in that situation, I would have just stopped and let the car go through. And that's the, like those like corner cases. They, they call them like these specific situations where it's how many of them are there, right? Like how many, how many thousands of little things that happen on the road are there that you would just do naturally, instinctually, right? But the car doesn't, like, again, it's not human in that respect. Like in that situation, it didn't do anything legally wrong. No, right? it didn't. But here people are like, go ahead. You know, like everybody's like, go ahead. You can go ahead and, and, and sift, especially if there's a little bit of room. It just depends on my mood. Okay, so like you sometimes know? you're like, screw you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I say, I mean, my, my truck's 9,000 pounds. I, <laughs> I, I do what the fuck I want. And, you know, some days I'm in a good mood and I might let one or two out and then right, right. fuck everybody else because <laughs> I still want to get to where I'm going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't think the car did anything wrong. Right. You know, um, like but, for, for me, it's like it, it did what, what's interesting about me being in the driver's seat of a car that that is I'm not driving is that I am constantly judging the car based on what I would have done. But like an example like there, part of me was like, oh, damn, like the car did something wrong. But then you're like, yeah, but it, it didn't really do anything wrong. It just didn't, you know, let that guy through. But it's like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it is what it is. It's just what happened on the road. So, and that's the thing that's interesting about this technology is that I wonder how many people, I wonder how many people will not use it because it doesn't drive like they do. Right. Well, you know? well, I mean, I think that comes back to earlier in our conversation about people that don't understand technology are probably in, intimidated by it because right they don't have any control over it. Right. So. Um, and that's that's probably part of my reason as well, right? Um, you know, but if if this was like a little Sunday drive to go to brunch or whatever, that'd be a great car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but like Aaron, you know, Aaron Suburban, you know, you got we got four kids and us, so that's six people plus lug it if we go out of town. Name one vehicle that's big enough to have all that. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How do you think the car's done so far? I think it's doing good. Yeah, to be honest with you. Are you are you surprised? Are you this is what you expected? Like what? What's your vibe telling you? Like what's your what's your head telling you? Well, I mean, my my head's telling me I'd rather have my hands on the steering wheel. Yeah, you know, but I really don't have any negative thing to say about it. Mm -hmm. As far as driving, it's smooth, it's comfortable. Um, 
I, I feel safe. Okay. It could be more because you're behind the wheel and you know everything about this car. Right. I don't know shit about it. Right. Um, so that's probably another huge deal. Um, if if my if my wife were driving, <laughs> what? Okay. Love you. It's Without blowing our it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> She'd be mad at me for it. We uh, so we did a drive with my parents in the back seat, and um, I was asking my mom how she felt, and my mom's like, I actually feel really safe because I can see that the car can see things on the screen. Because if you look at the screen, you know, I can see all the cars. I can see the yeah, objects. Yeah, it, make, it makes sense. Yeah. Especially when cars are flying by you, it, there's a car that comes right, down. Exactly. So like right now. You know, here it is. Yeah. And then, and then she was like, and then she said, I trust, I feel safer in this car driving itself than I do with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> On camera. <laughs> and my dad goes, my dad goes. <laughs> he was nice, wasn't he? Uh, he shook his head. He's uh, he's no, they're they're both they're both hilarious. But, um, yeah, I think the the trust, like trusting it that it's safe, you know, and um, it being comfortable, are such important parts of it. But let me ask you a different question: Are you are you surprised, or did you expect that a technology like this exists right now? Um, be honest with you, um, I already, I already had a good idea on, on what this car can do. Yeah. Um, and once again, it comes back to knowing you. Okay. Right? Um, yeah. because one, you ain't never lied to me. So if you thought there were some bugs and shit that needed, you know, need to work out, you, you were me and you would have already talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for you to be so excited about this new update, because I talked to you, what, Friday, you told me that you just got a new update about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were excited about it, so, you know, so I'd say I'm about 90% sure that this would have went well. Okay. Um, Just because, like I said, this is part of your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sense. And literally, I mean, we talked Friday and you were, you were excited as hell yeah. about an update. And yeah. I was like, well, shit, my, I'm waiting on an update from on my iPhone. Like, <laughs> what's the big fucking deal? Like, okay, cool. But that's me. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, and yeah. you, that's just you. Yeah, right? yeah. So, uh, so, I already had good, positive vibes from it. Um, but once again, um, I, I, I can't say I'm sold on buying one yet. Right, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah and this isn't like an exercise to convince you. It's just no, an exercise. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then, so let me ask you a different question. Do you think, like say the people that you talk to, your friends with, your family or whatever, do you think, or, or, or just think about like people, just people in general, do you think they know something like this exists right now? Or do you, or like I'm trying to get I'm trying to figure out how impressive this is. Like, would this be very impressive to the regular person, right? Because I I live this every day. This is extremely normal for me. Right. But then in my head, I'm like, I literally don't drive anymore, and that feels like a huge deal. Like, do you think this is a big deal? What's what's happened in this car today, or no? Or do you think it's just part of the natural progression? I mean, that's pretty good question um i think with the younger crowd 
they already have idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to be um, our parents' age. This is something totally new. Uh, I'm sure they might have seen it on the news or whatever the case may be, but th- until they've been in one, yeah, I, I'm sure most people probably in their 50s and older, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I know that can be a huge range of age, but I'm sure it would be shocking. Yeah. Um, but if you and your wife never bought the house next to us back in the day, uh, I would have never known about this. Right, right. You know, except for what I've seen on the news or some type of social media outlet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but, um, I think, once again, I mean, I think this is a good positive forward step. Um, but, to have, you know, to have every car in the U.S. this, it'll never happen. Okay. Um, the shit that's going, oh no, we gotta keep going. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta go next road here. Let's see where no, it goes. We- oh, we gotta keep driving? Yeah. Okay, so this is like our, we, we reached here, but we gotta keep driving is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna disengage self-driving. Okay. Uh, let me see. All right, so let's just end it here then. Perfect. Right? Yeah. Dude. How'd it Thank go? You. No, yeah. I, I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. It was. Yeah. It was. It was nice and relaxing. Um, one stage fright, so Good, to speak. good. You know. Yeah, you felt pretty comfortable. Well, yeah. you know, I, I'm putting 100% myself. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's awesome. Good. Perfect. All right. Bye, everybody. Nice to meet y'all. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to see you guys. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Bye.